Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Just Real Dads with me, Cy. I'm Ryan. I'm Glenn. And I'm Stu. Hey. Very enthusiastic against yeah, you. Definitely. Good you had more skills this time. That's, that's yeah. the, the, the trick, to just give Stu skills before we start every episode. Taste the rainbow. Other confection is also available. Yeah. How are we? BBC, Glenn. You're not Glenn. Oh, that one's Glenn. I know. I know we look similar. What are you talking about, BBC? Ugh. I'm, I'm very confused. Product, product placement. Standard. Product yeah. placement. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> How are we all? I'm good. Well, that's play. one of you. Brilliant. Yep, one of us. Yeah. Stu, oh, fantastic, well. fantastic. Good. How's tricks? Excellent. Sorry, we, on our last episode, we talked, we had a bit of a catch up, but we, we forgot to ask you a question about Valentine's Day. Because on Valentine's Day, you did a very sweet thing. I and, did, yeah. And you bought your daughter some flowers. Uh, yeah. Well, I tried to get uh, your or your opinion on this. You first. did, yeah. I, and, uh, I genuinely, I was in a rehearsal at school. Stu said it was creepy. That's because, see how I stopped myself? You knew what I was going to say as well. I was just going to say that's because Stu's creepy. Why is it creepy? Why is it creepy for a dad to buy flowers for his four-year-old? Well, no, not no. It's not creepy. I'm, I, I was just, I was I didn't mean creepy. Um, what so, what was, is your opinion on it, then, Stuart? My opinion is like, given the age that Harper is, would she appreciate flowers? Yeah, she loved them. She well, then that's all right. So, yeah. would you not get Emma any? Would Emma appreciate them? No, I no. think it depends on the on the individual, doesn't it? Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What's your opinion, Glenn? Would you buy Beth flowers? No, because she'd be like, yeah, that's weird. Be fun. And mm-hmm. like, that's just like that. Is it, weird, probably, is it weird that Cy did it for Harbour? No, I think, as she was saying, if he, well, he knows his daughter, so and she loved him, so that's fine. Yeah. I tell you, if I bought Beth cheese, she'd yeah, love that. Story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. Is like flowers would be like... But no brie. She doesn't like brie, does she? She loves brie. No, she's not blue cheese. Blue cheese, yeah, blue I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think we've we've established blue cheese is a uh, is a cultured taste. You get, I yeah. think you only like it when you're older. Yeah, maybe. I'm older. I Black sticks like blue. That's the only yeah, blue cheese I like cultured. with a lot of like man- uh, onion chutney on top. So that you can't taste it. Yeah. Why? But, uh, but no, she liked it. I got some little, like a little small bouquet of roses. No. Like what? I um I was I was with some some students at school doing a rehearsal, and I stopped the rehearsal and asked them, and they all thought it was quite sweet. I also said, you know, I said, what would you, you say if your dad turned up with a bunch of flowers? And most of them said it was quite sweet. And then one said? One said, really, dad? After 15 years, <laughs> you turn up with a bunch of flowers. <laughs> right, she, turns out uh, she was being deadly serious. So that was that was the end of that conversation real quick. Yeah. Got real awkward. But there we are. I think it's sweet. Well, I, think I think it's, it's quite nice. Because nice then Sophie, like, I, I rocked home. Sophie and Harper were at home. So then Sophie got some flowers and then Harper got some flowers and they were really? both like... Yeah, I, I think in that respect, nice. you know, it's sort of, oh, well, mum's got flowers, I've got flowers, so she feels as yeah, special nice. as her mum does. And she? they're still in, in her bedroom, like, um, what, a month later? Oh, Valentine's Day was more later. than a month ago. Yeah, they're Keep still up. in there. No, they're doing all right. They? They're starting to get floppy, but she won't let me bin them. Yeah, she's no, like, she no. Won't. She'll treasure them forever. Dry them. Tie them, dry them. Go do that. That's cool. Your flower drying skills but yeah, and Valentine's. Yeah, so this is something that I wanted to peck your head about and I completely forgot last time. We're good yeah. at this. Um, yeah, we just forget things. Uh, you said, was it to do with Valentine's? No, no it, it wasn't. Was, it was it to was do with uh, like 
time together, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. it was. And you said you yeah, had breakfast like together. Three episodes. Two episodes? Yeah. Two episodes ago, yeah. Um, breakfast together in the mornings. In okay, much, so yep. is this a regular thing? It, it is, because normally I I leave sometimes before seven to start work. Um, there may, it may not be breakfast, then it'll be, be coffee um, normally, and it's just a time to, to catch up. Just you and Just Fee me and Fiona. Kids. The kids right. are still sleeping, you know, they'll sleep. You know, if, if they didn't have to school, they'd be all day. I mean, that's teenagers for you. But no, it's like, I mean, tomorrow, I don't start till 8.30, so we'll be definitely having time. It's just nice just to have, not be rushed in the morning when you have a bit of time, just to spend time together, chat, talk about things. Sometimes it's nothing, you know, nothing serious and stuff, but it's just, it's just good to be, have that intentional have time. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's just, it's key. talk things cool. through and, you know, it's just, yeah, it's just nice to have that. Yeah, because nice. I'm going to tell, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to suggest to Sophie about doing like a one, one breakfast a week. Like a Wednesday morning, have like a nice breakfast together. Or actually sit down. Um, and actually sit yeah, down yeah, and yeah. eat before, like, because Harper normally wakes up at about. If we don't wake her up, we'll have to, like, what would be about just after seven. Shut up. So uh, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I yeah, I, I, think, I normally have to turn the light. You're not on. gonna make it to breakfast if you keep no. talking like that. I normally have to turn the light on and then uh, let her wake up slowly. Do you know it was half past four this morning? Oh my goodness! We went back to sleep, or we went away until half past five, uh, but. No, she walked in our room this morning at four and I could hear her little feet and I just went, nope, picked her up <laughs> and put her straight back into her bed. I want to see you later. Oh. Um, yeah. I know, but yeah, we're way past that yeah, stage yeah, yeah. of parenting, so that's why we can we can do that. Yeah. I know. I'm that, not sure, I'm not that sure you could work. pick up either of your children if you had to. Well, maybe Beth, but... I could I could pick up both of them. Yeah. I go to the, I was at the gym today, mate. You're looking henchin' Jimmy. I'm, I might be short, but I've got some muscles. Everyone's got muscles. So uh, everyone's missed the action that Glenn just did as well. <laughs> there was a little flex <laughs> from our, uh, our, our I can, I can bench press 80 kilos, mate. Hey. That's more than my body weight. That's my leg. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. 80 kilos. I think I weighed 80 kilos when I was in primary school. <laughs> I think I was that when I came out of the womb. <laughs> Uh, um, well, so yeah. you know, no, if, if size mum's listening uh, <laughs> let yeah. us know sorry Jules Sorry, <laughs> uh, um, so you you were delegated beer duty last time uh, yes and then this time it was your own turn uh, it was yeah so yeah. what did you pick up for us this time right so this time uh, probably uh, one of my top three breweries so we've got fun boy uh, a little bit yeah but I, they're just good beers I've never had a bad beer uh, Polly's okay we've got an OT uh, double dry hopped IPA um, an OIPA at six percent, yeah. So a nice, yeah. uh, a nice easy drink. And then the next one is uh, by Playbrew Company, which we had this on episode two. Was it two? Yeah, I nearly said three. It was the Christmas episode. Uh, we had the frosted vanilla gingerbread stout on that episode. This one is Rainbow called White chocolate. Skull. Yeah, yeah and uh, is in collaboration with Brew York, but it's white chocolate and strawberry white stout at. A very cheeky Friday night, ten percent. Yeah. So that will be interesting because uh, it doesn't, to me, doesn't sound like a, a fun beer. But I think like, it'll the be, last one, I was quite surprised. I liked it. So I think that'll be excellent from the can, but even better from a tap. Yes, and I wonder where we'd be putting that on tap. Oh, I wonder where, guys. Mm. Do tell. I think, I think our good friends at Beer Heroes. They're putting that on top. So get the beer heroes and have yourself a white skull. Tell them uh, Just Real Dad sent you. It won't get you any discount or anything, but, you know, it's always nice to be mentioned. Um, yep. And we just, I've cracked the poly over now. It looks like a good uh, 
a good oaty. Why, why is it called oaty? Just out of interest. Because it's made with oats. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I'm, that's fine. Just in case, you know, people were listening, they're like, what? what are Same about? as uh, Duopolis. Yeah, Brewdog do a nice Duopolis, which yeah. isn't I'm never, fi- I'm never... I'm never... I wasn't that keen on Duopolis, if I'm honest. I'm more used to an oatmeal stout. Oh, that was worth pouring me. Thanks. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's a winner right there. That's because you're a fanboy. That's because I like oats. Glenn doesn't like, like sure. No, that, I like an oat IPA. It's a bit sweeter than I was expecting, like but... Porridge in a glass, is it? It's kind of sweet and sharp at the same time. Yeah. No, that's good. Mm. This is one of your favourites, isn't it? Polly's, yeah. That is good. That is good. I mean, I may have come across as a bit of an anti-Polly's. Not anti-Polly. She sounds like a Wurzel Gummid character, doesn't she? Polly had a dolly who was sick, sick, sick. That was a musical interlude for those who'd come along for some tunes. Thanks, G. We could do a musical episode once. Oh, really not? Oh, maybe not. No. No. No, that was, that's, I like that. That's nice. Yeah. That's a good beer. How's the month been? Oh, it's been all right. It's been all right. I'm tired. Yeah. Very tired. School's been... Getting flat, there. Not flat, long flat, left. Getting there. Yeah. Close, close, close. Not long left. Another week. Another week. Speaking of tires, I like that there. I had to get some work oh, on the you car. Go with you say tires? Yeah, he tires. Went, he, he went was from tired. tired to Tired. That was quite slick for me. Yeah, yeah to work in the car Ooh, done. Was that a pun? Yeah. yeah. You know why the bike fell over? Why? It was too tired. Oh, I saw that on the dad joke. I didn't I use know. it. I hope you week. enjoyed our dad joke episode last yes. time, by the way. I hope you enjoyed it more than we did delivering them because some of them yeah. were painful. Yes. And most, I laughed mostly most size. Well. But yeah. But no, it had, I mean, just, you know, run of the mill stuff. But, you know, it's a bit inconvenient having to get cars sorted when you need to use them. Oh, yeah. Because where we used to work, we could just drop it off on the way to work and get it fixed and then pick it up at the end of the day. So, like, it didn't really, wasn't that inconvenient. But now you have to plan more. So, it's just a bit more. Are you a planner? No. Or is Fee the planner? Fee's definitely the planner. I, but when it comes to cars, I have to plan them because that's my realm. So, I have to sort that out. So, that's a blue job. Blue job. Blue job, pink jobs coming up next episode. And we have to say blue job very, like, very carefully. Very carefully. Blue. <laughs> Colour blue. 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 Jobs. blue. You're going to be a more Australian guy, blue. Blue jobs, yeah. mate. So you're looking at me confused. We'll talk about we'll talk about different coloured jobs next episode. So what? Your, your wife and your jobs. Blue we'll job, not, blue job, pink jobs. We'll not talk about it next episode. Apparently we'll talk about it for this for three seconds. <laughs> I think we worry. should just move on. Stuart, we'll fill yeah. you in. Yeah. What's, what's going on? Life. Life is going on. Time is going on. So let's talk. Yeah. Right, let's get on with it then. So, we um, we appreciate uh, that there's quite significant stuff going on uh, right across the world, and has been for a long time, to be fair. Um, but we we didn't want to kind of shy away from it, and wanted to take it seriously and and try and maybe help uh, one or two people out there when it comes to thinking about how to talk to your kids about what's going on in the the world. Because, you know, the media is pumping constant content through so many different channels. Um, we just wanted to have a chat and see what we thought and how we thought about kind of how we tell our kids about what's going on. So obviously there's the the current situation, or I said situation, um, there's the current situation with uh, Russia and Ukraine. But 
we've we've come through two years of COVID and all sorts of restrictions and things changing and lockdown and then things easing and whatever. But there's just loads of stuff. You know, there's loads of news that's that's constant. So we wanted to chat about how we talk to our kids about it. And it's about how we do it with different ages, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, right, how do we go to Luke being 19 to Harper at four? And like... Which was in, exactly in my next well. sentence. Oh, sorry, mate. That, no, that's all right. It just proves that we're on the same page. Yeah. We're thinking about it. It's good. It's good. So, how do we talk to our kids about what's going on in the news? An open forum. Um, well, I'll start because, quite surprisingly, I mean, um, obviously, given what's going on currently, um, I was surprised at the reaction Luke gave um, about it, and um, he basically thought that um, like we get called up and stuff, mm. um, which is which I found quite bizarre. But then thinking about it, he sort of. I mean, this is something that's not happened for a very long time. So, you know, there's probably, a, you know, a generation sort of not used to it and kind of living in fear a little bit. So, um, so yeah, we just kind of had to explain to him that, you know, it's not going to come to that. It's. Um, Do we know that? Well, we don't know that, but I'm just going to say that because we... We're hoping it's not going to... At this point gonna, in time, we don't know. We don't know. We're hoping it's not going to come to that. Um, we like to think we've moved on from that. Um, so, um, so yeah, we just had to explain to him because you're kind of bombarded with all sorts of confusion. You know, you get all sorts of information, propaganda, that kind of stuff on social media. So it's, it's, it's pretty tricky. Um, yeah, and just to give him a bit more understanding, because yeah, I, I was a little bit taken back because he's quite mature, he's quite knowledgeable, but it's obviously something he's not familiar with because um, he's never had to be. Um, so, so yeah, so we just basically explained to him. Um, and Emma, um, again, because she has a phone with her all the time. Um, She's just catching things that she, you know, that celebrities are posting. She's not necessarily read them, reading them, but she's um, she's noticing that there's a lot of um, a lot of images being put on social media now. Um, since then, we've stopped her from using this particular uh, specific site, um, and we try to uh, avoid her listening to news and stuff. So um, because she's she just goes into a bit of a bit of an anxiety check. Mm. So, um, so yeah, um, she's become quite worried about about the whole thing and about us and as a family and you know, what where we should be and what we should do that kind of thing. So, yeah, it's just reassurance. But um, yeah, as I say, it's quite difficult when uh, when all this is going on around you. And, uh, it's it's constantly accessible mm. um you know and you, you can you know see what's going on all the time so yeah so it's work in progress yeah um i think it's quite interesting because i think that sammy and emma seem to have very similar personalities because sammy's an overthinker mm -hmm. and a worrier um and she 
you know, a couple of weeks ago we had a bit of a, well, not even a bit of a wobble, a huge wobble about kind of everything that was going on and how, how we cope with it. And social media, as, as much as we say it's not always a good thing, it is sometimes a good thing. And, yeah. and thankfully, during that day, someone had posted um, an, another parent's response to what was happening in uh, Russia. Um, and it was all about, they'd, they'd taken the idea of kind of a playground I don't know if you've seen it, and we'll, yeah, we'll share it on our socials if you yeah, haven't. Yeah, um, like but, an analogy. Yeah, yeah, but I just talked through that with Sammy, and uh, she was like, oh, actually, Dad, that's that's really helpful. Yeah. Um, because that, you know, that that atmosphere or that situation is the one that she's most used to. Um, but I think, like you said, I think it's all about, uh, and I, I told someone I'd use this phrase, it's all about us controlling the narrative. Mm-hmm. It's about being aware of what's going on. Um, and... I'm going to hold my hands up and say that I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent aware of what's happening because I, I think there's a little bit of me that tries to avoid the news as well. Yeah. There's probably a little bit of me as well, having grown up in Northern Ireland, yeah. where the, you know, the, the news is is almost something that I don't always pay much attention to because I expect the worst. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know that, for me, growing up a lot of, well, most nights, through the eighties and early nineties. There was bad news, you know, on the TV, and it, it was something that had happened not that far from where we lived. So I kind of got not blasé about it, but certainly a bit more desensitized. Yeah, a bit more desensitized, and I think that's I think that's part of the problem as well at the minute is you know our our young people play so many games, and I'm not doing a a video games thing, but I think they've they've got so much social media flooding every aspect. Mm-hmm. They've got computer games that replicate every aspect of war. That actually there is a desensitization that we need to be aware of. And we need to make sure we're controlling the narrative because otherwise, you know, it's going to be out of control. And then you've got situations like Emma and Sammy and, you know, countless others where mental health starts to get damaged because they don't know how to talk about it and they don't know what's going on. You know, so it's, yeah, it's a bit, a bit untidy. But I mean, we, we don't talk about these things a lot, but I think when we do, it's it's always, you know, be around the dinner table, you know, having a meal. Um, but one of the things that I dislike, no matter which your where you get your news from, you know, it's always based so much fear is pushed. It's just to get your attention, whether the headline and stuff. And young kids pick up on that, and it's like one, it's not helpful doesn't always give the full and they can't get the full picture so i think you know you need to have time just to talk about stuff but i think for me it's also not living in in that fear that they can say that you know we have hope and assurance beyond this world you know be that through our faith and i think that helps me one cope with all that's going on and two when your kids can see that and it's actually we don't need to be afraid of all these things i mean when Putin was talking about, you know, getting his nukes already, I thought, I my, that picked my ears up. I thought, yeah. you know, to have that sort of language even just put out there, yeah. I'm thinking, uh, and then, you know, you're looking for the news each day, is there anything happening, um, you know, and it was, um, but at the same time, it, that still need to remind myself not to be living in fear. I mean, mm. it's, you don't want to be living through something like that. No. However, it's, you know, need to keep grounded and sort of, look beyond the sensationalization of news 
because it's really I find it hard to get stuff that is just news without yeah. a spin to it. Yeah. And then when you talk to your kids, it's like trying to get to the detail. It's in yourself it's hard to do, but it's just being able to talk it through and just I think for me has helped them because you know they're at the age that we can have discussions more about different things, but help them, you know, don't be yeah afraid of the unknown and and because things are uncertain. I mean that's just that is life, you know. Growing up, you know, when we were young, you know, what's your job's going to be? I mean, there's uncertainty when you're leaving school and all that sort of stuff. That's a part of growing up. Um, and then you throw all the media stuff into it. This mm. creates more uncertainty. So it's just helping them. To have that assurance, I guess, mm. of um, not buying into all the fear and and yeah. Um, sorry, I'm gonna. I, I just want to jump in. I know we haven't heard from you, and I'm going to talk about how we talk to younger kids about it in a second. Because you know, I've got a six year old, you've got a four year old, so that's a a challenge in itself. But just something Glenn just said reminded me of something I said in a previous episode about um, you know, if you read something online that you think actually your kids would be interested mm-hmm. in to just kind of keep hold of that. Um, and I think that's really key at the minute. With so much news, um, you have to be that trusted voice. So if when you know if, if we read something that's good, something either something that's good news or something that actually is clear and non-biased and you know, forward thinking, it's really important that I think we, we remember to share that with. Uh-huh. And I think to share with each other, mm. not just our kids, because it can be far too easy that we get into a bit of a, a rabbit hole about it and mm. it's all doom and gloom um, yeah. but we've got to be looking after each other and looking for opportunities to talk about it as well I mean there's always hope yeah. I think that's the thing that gets yeah. lost in a lot of these things I mean you look at the response this is on the radio people responding in these times yeah. you know I mean it must be desperate out there mm. but seeing people like what can we do to help oh, yeah. and responding and you know we know of people in surrounding countries through you know the charities to work for um, through different churches, you know, they are feeding people, providing beds. You know, there are people on the ground really doing what they can to help. Mm. And in the, in that terrible situation, there's people helping, you know, and trying to provide hope and help for people, which is really important. Um, and I think as well, like you say, it's about expecting conversations. Um, I, I appreciate that in our line of work, it's, it's easier to have conversations with young people, but... Mm. Our young people are desperate for answers at the minute. They want some sort of clarity. I had um, uh, one of my my form asking me this morning, um, "Sir, how can you believe in God? And where's where's God in all of this?" And she, she's the last person in form I'd expect it from. Uh-huh. And I didn't really have. I let her talk because I didn't really have great answers, but I was able to kind of talk her through some of the bits and pieces that she talked about. But it's, you know, that's a. That's a fourteen-year-old, yeah. Who you know they're they're all just desperate for some sort of clarity on it all, I guess. And that, you know, like I said, with Sammy and with Emma, that's that's just what they want. And they want just some sense. What if they're younger? How do we talk to? I have you have you approached? I mean, obviously, you've been through. Like well, I say, how how aware is Harper of all that's going on? She hasn't got a clue. Okay, like no. And is that because, is that because she's not bothered, or because you've sheltered her from that? Both. Okay. Yeah. Right. Like she's not asking questions because she doesn't know what's going on in the first place. Okay. So does she need to know if she's not asking um, questions? Yeah. I don't think she does. I think she. I. I, th- I think if she did, like, 
when it was COVID, she only really understood what COVID was when she had it because of someone here. Um, <laughs> wow. So uh, we'd oh, always say like, oh, we can't this go. This is easily our most serious episode. Yeah, and sorry, we've had serious yeah, conversation for about 20 minutes and you stuck the knife in. Um, no, we always used to be like, we can't go in people's houses because of COVID. But then she mm. didn't really understand what it was. And then until she got it, and we were like, you've got COVID. You cannot do this. You cannot go out and stuff. Then she started to be like, oh, I've got an illness. I can't go out or whatever. Yeah. Um, but no, the war would not. You see, I think she's at an age where she, you know, at this age, you need to keep her innocence. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and innocence is key because, um, you know, the, the the children and, you know, they shouldn't have to be thinking about things like this. Um, however, they they process it. No, and like so, they see they see some comfort, didn't they? Like like tonight she was watching uh, Paw Patrol and it's like, okay, so you've got a character, the Mayor Humdinger, who's like doing naughty things in the village and it's like, right, well, do you know what I mean? Like, are they slow from watching cartoons on TV? They're seeing like villains and they're seeing other, like, I don't know, other forms of conflict even though it's not bad like what we're in now but um yeah i don't know it's tricky it's tricky with a four-year-old ryan just cracked open the white skull what's it smell like the beer white skull by the way it smells nice actually there's um some strawberry going on in there that's quite a big one sorry um well done pretty but yeah i don't know you want some of this too and what about you, Ryan? Um, so, like I say, Sammy's an overthinker and has found herself quite worried about a lot of the stuff going on, trying to pour beer and... Yeah, I've done that really focus. badly. I've done a terrible job. It smells. <coughs> that is nice. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, shut the front door. Oh, <laughs> Shut um, the front door. Good eye. Good eye, isn't it? You know, first impression... Well... On looks, I'd give it... It's not a nice colour. I'd give it zero. Um, oh. The taste makes up for that. There's a lot. That's you nice. it's 10% it's as well. Nice yeah. balance. It's yeah, a bit it's, of it's heavy. Um, it's nice. It's nutty. It's sweet. It's it's good. Yeah. It's it's nice because the, the flavours are there. The strawberries there. They're really nicely. Good work. Not a lot of white chocolate. Subtle. Like more subtle. Mm. Um, anyway, right, yeah. sorry. Um, so Jonah... Sammy's an overthinker and a worrier. And as well, she's in that she's in that high school environment where, you know, she's coming into contact with loads of kids all the time who are telling her loads of different things all the time. And they're getting, you know, loads of different feeds from loads of different places. So the, there's so much being poured into her head that actually I think part of our job as parents is is just to be a sounding board and just to be just to be patient with her. And, and say right tell us what tell us what's going on and just be you know that trusted adult that she can talk to and that is it's really key it's really key that Andrea's pregnant with her and, and is able to just listen and then she does you know it's what Andrea does professionally so she does more than just listen but she's uh she's brilliant at that so where would Sammy get most of her information from like social media or friends well <laughs> I mean, Sammy doesn't have loads of social media, but it's all, it'll be her friends. And as her, you know, as Sammy's parents, we can have an input into what she looks at on her phone and what she does and and that sort of thing. But obviously that's not something we can do with other people's kids. So, you know, those, those influences are coming in from everywhere. Um, But then Jonah, 
at the other end of the scale is is six. And I think he's aware that there's something going on. Mm. And and he just kind of it's happening, but he's just cracking on. Yeah. And he's just being six. Because, you know, for Jonah, well, for Jonah, one of the biggest things, biggest pieces of information in the world at the minute is that his front tooth is really wobbly and won't fall out. Yeah. To the point where he punched himself in the face the other day, (laughs) drew blood and left the tooth. It's still there. So, you know, he's he's not bothered. What Um, gives you the indication he's aware of something going on? Just, I think he's... He's quite a he's quite a tuned in little boy. Um, he you know he gives us little glimpses of stuff every now and again that just tell us actually there's more going on in his head than we realise. Um. So whether and again, you just you just don't know. School's such a it's such a melting pot for ideas that you know kids are coming in from all over the place saying all sorts of stuff. And it's not going to be long, I think, before Jonah comes home and says, oh, mommy, daddy, this kid says that, you know, we're going to go and fight in the war. You know, it's it's going to happen. I can almost see it coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just because he listens, you know. But we try, I think, um, and, you know, you talked about this as well, he's, he's fully aware of kind of conflict as an idea, but we try to make sure that the news isn't on when he's in the room. Or we try to make sure that um, you know, the radio is not on in the car, so you'll he, hear anything or whatever. But it's not easy. But, then, but then are we sheltering them as parents if we're doing that? Or is it protecting them? I think, I think to give us, you know, the easy answer, it's protection. Because I think it is, you know. Um, and I think do, they, do kids that young really need to know what's going on? No, no you not. see, because, you, you, again, you're taking away their innocence if you... Um, if you feed them too much. Yeah, 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 yeah. They need yeah. to be kids. Yeah, totally. We're, um, like I said, you, I think this is probably the most serious conversation we've had on the podcast. We are keen to hear what other people have to say. And, um, you know, if you've got if you've got situations like ours where you've got younger kids, are you telling them? Are you not? Um, do you agree with us? Get in touch. Um, if you come across resources, you know, by all means, share them with us. Uh, and we can get those out to, to everyone uh, who follows or whatever, Instagram or Facebook or whatever. But it also can be quite like a controlling kind of like, you, cause mm. when, like with COVID, I was looking at Sky News like every single break time at work yeah. and then every single lunchtime and it had a proper grip over me. And it's like, why I'm like, I know what's going on in the world. Yeah. Like I don't need to be so far <laughs> into it that every single minute of the day, if I'm not doing something, I'm looking at the news. So it's trying to like, and Soph had to do this because Soph was watching something downstairs. I think it was a panorama thing on Ukraine and Russia. And she came up and she was so anxious and like really wound up by mm. what she's seen. And she was like, I need to distance myself from it now and just not look at everything because the TV is taken over by it. Yeah. And then everything, like if you've got the news apps on your phone, you get a ping every hour about different things. And it's like, right for yourself know what a cut off yeah. is because if you're got, watching you've got to control your yeah, own narrative then. yeah totally and if if you you're starting to get anxious and worrying about it then right well don't watch stuff and delete apps on your phone and step back from it a bit and talk to people about it yeah yeah totally um I was going to say something then it was probably repeating what you said I can't remember now but just um, while you've been talking it's a bit of a side 
step and just all these things have really just highlighted how fragile life is mm. and just society as a whole. And it's not to, I'm not saying that just to try and make more fear or anxious or, or people being anxious, but it's just you look at what happened in many countries around the world. One day everything's fine, hunky-dory, people going about their lives. Next minute things have all fallen apart. Mm. And it, I think as I'm thinking it's just trying to make me re- just to be a, to appreciate what we've got. Yeah. You know, and, and be thankful. Yeah. You know, it's like, and also as you're talking, it's like thinking that some kids haven't got the choice to be isolated or shielded from all that's going on there when they're stuck mm. in the middle of it. Yeah. You know, and it's, you know, yeah, again, it's, it's another reason to be thankful, you know. Yeah, I think that's that's actually kind of along where I was, was thinking. Then when I paused a second ago, um, there was one point during the pandemic where uh, a member, a colleague wasn't in school. And it doesn't take long before someone says, oh, have they got corona? Mm. And you have to, you know, there's then that conversation. No, no, you can you can still be still ill be Ill, yeah. without it being corona. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. you know, that's that's the thing. There's still there's still world going on yes. away from the news. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's important that we don't forget that. And it's important that, you know, as cheesy as it's going to sound, it's important that we look after each other. Yep. Um, um, that we do listen to each other and we, we are there for each other. Um, so, you know, don't... Don't think that you're by yourself, um, and, and you know, give us a shout if you if you want just a chat or whatever. Yeah, mm. serious episode time. Almost. I've got family in Ukraine. I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know who they are. Distant, distant, distant relatives. yeah, yeah. distant okay. relatives. Yeah, but um, yeah, mental. Mm. Yeah, and I think as well, you know, be on the lookout for. Ways that we can be supportive, ways that we can help. Um, you know, there are. Again, I had a, another student ask me, "Well, what's the point in me giving twenty pounds if I'm going to give it to charity? Because I don't know where it's going. I don't know what they're doing with it." And and actually, you know, I think there has to be some trust in charities if mm-hmm. if you are going to give money, you know, just you know, give it to an established one. Um, or if you're going to make the donation, then again, you know, do it to. For the right reasons, but yeah, don't don't avoid it, but don't let it rule. I think is key. Yep. Yeah. Juice has chinned that at ten percent. Yeah, yes. I'm a little bit worried now. Oh yeah, it was nice. It was good. It was. Yeah. I think if that like goes that. on, that was a nice uh, segue, wasn't it? If that goes on at uh, Beer Heroes, well, how much? How much are we reckon a pint? I don't know. It'll 10%. be delicious. Do you know I what mean, mean, well, half more. Yeah, the little selling yeah. pints. No, you, you can't. Third, third. I um, I did pop into. Uh, I didn't get time to to actually enjoy one, but they had a a similarly strong one on that was. It looked good. Did you have the pan chocolate one? Uh, I had that on a in one of our planning meetings. Believe it or not, they happen. Uh, it was really good. That was nice. Yeah. As was the beer and cheese night. Yeah. Yeah. Very a great good. night by all. Gotta love cheese. Mm. You know? That's one of my downfalls, cheese. I love it too much. Maybe that's the, the solution. Just cheese. Like Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. 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 Uh cool. So let's let's tidy up. Let's beer review. Uh please I appreciate like I said, this has been a really serious episode. So you know, if we've said stuff that that's at home, get in touch. 
Um, if you've got resources or you've found ways to share with your kids about what's going on in the world, let us know. Um, yeah. And hopefully we've helped. Um, thanks, thanks for listening to the, the last little bit. Yeah. And uh, after this, it'll you. be uh, Easter. Yeah, it'll be an Easter episode. Easter break. Easter break. Spring break is what we call it now, aren't we? Down with the kids in America. We, oh, yeah, it's not Easter. Uh, Easter break. Easter, right? Spring yeah. break. No, no, don't, 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 don't. Go away. You're, Easter. You're a medals for everyone what personally. What's it in Australia? Easter holidays. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Why are we calling it spring break now? Why is it? In the We're calendar? not. You're, only you are. Only no, you. our school calendar says spring Do you know what? break. Your no, school's no, wrong. No, a lot of people are calling it spring They're all wrong. Yeah. It's Easter well, holidays. I, I know they're wrong. Um, it's like prom. We'll talk about it next time. A big thank you to Beer Heroes for sponsoring this episode again. The beers were epic. Thank you. Both, both winners. I thought they were superb. Both yeah. Of them. yeah. Um, OT is a strong beer. OT's I would probably go for the OT. Out of preference, I'd go the OT over the. the I couldn't, drink, I couldn't drink a whole can of this. I know. I, could, I think I could off. drink a can of it. Yeah, I, I think could. It's, oh, crikey, boys. Mm, no. But then Thank that's you know that's how that's a slow drink. That's how the table's split, isn't it? Was Stuart and I are always wine. the slow drinkers. Barley wine was what 14, 13 percent. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and it was nasty. Wild taste, but nasty. <laughs> didn't like I'll that. Give it so a shot. You did. Uh, so who's on beer drink next time? Is it me or Stu? It's me. It's, Ryan. it's me again. Yes. Ah. So. Featured brew next time is going to be the best Bristol beer uh, company. <laughs> it's so good, I can't even say it. The Bristol. Bristol beer company next time, they do some epic beers. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, it may be a stout only episode. Who no, knows? Can't I'm that. kidding. That's a Relax. Legal. Need a polys in there. Uh, just for you, we'll get a, a cheeky polys. No, thanks, guys. Any uh, Like Ryan said, any questions or any uh, anything, just send us an email at uh, justrealdads at vino53.org. Or Instagram us at justrealdads um, underscore pod, P-O-D. Or find us on the old Facebook. Yeah. Um, and uh, of, like as per normal, any challenges, any parenting tips, any advice, chuck them our way. Yeah. But, and we um, will speak to you next episode. Yeah. Thanks Thank very you. much. Cheers, guys. Take Cheers. care. Have a good, uh, good month. See you next time on Just Real Dads.